This is Masters Cast, the first He-Man and She-Ra podcast, episode number 42, for Sunday, November 20th, 2011. Thanks for downloading. I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow. I'm Katie Carty Hiley, also known as Rainbow Bright. I am Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. And I'm Josh Lioncourt, also known as Lioncourt. What's up? What's up? This is episode 42. Does that mean we're going to tell everybody like the meaning of the universe? I certainly <laughs> hope so. <laughs> I'd also like to point out that it hasn't been like eight months since our last podcast <laughs> we rock yay we have the power sooner <laughs> yes which is not what i can say from my recent maddie collector order that i accidentally picked the wrong shipping option on i would like to publicly decree that maddie needs to get rid of any option that's not ups just I completely saying. concur I mean, uh, whatever the international folks need, or that, that's fine. But for me, <laughs> only UPS needs to come up. Thank you. Well, what so are the other options? The pricing seems to be about the same. Uh, well, USPS is the uh, default option again. I get, oh, no. I haven't I picked that, too. Yeah, I haven't had to order something separate, you know, like we had to do Bubble Power Shira. And um, I picked the wrong shipping again. <laughs> So, you know, eight months from now, I'll get Bubble Power she in the mail, <laughs> and um, she'll be able to sit on Swiftwind. <laughs> it's a sad day. <laughs> it is. I was looking forward to Bubble Power and her pink tutu. Well, now, I know. Else, I am. Is anyone else going to mix and match parts from the two she to get your definitive filmation, uh, like a lot of fans are talking about doing? I think I'm going to be doing that. Um, explain. Uh, a lot of the fans are talking about putting the the bubble power armor on the original Shira, mm-hmm. the filmation head from the original Shira on the bubble power body, mm-hmm. uh, using the sword from the weapons pack, and I believe that is that I believe I think that was all the, the back and forth that you did. Well, that sounds good to me. I don't have the weapons pack sword though. Uh, I think I heard I, something about having to cut slits in her skirt. That's the that's them. the first Shira. Oh, you can yeah, cut. but the bubble power's already got them there. So that yeah, can- and I mean like um, yeah, I don't no, I'm not ca- uh, I'm not counting. I am not cutting slits in my action figures so she can fit on the horse. So that solution to me is bogus. <laughs> so I, and I, I have another question as well that I heard a couple of people mention and. Uh, I can't, obviously I can't see the figure, so I'm wondering if this would look right um, and see what you guys think about this. A couple of people I saw talking about uh, in their display setup or whatever, having a, and I, I love this idea, I'm thinking about doing this as well, having a, like a battle armor area where you've got, you know, the battle armor He-Man and Skeletor, 
Faker if you've got him, and that the bubble power Shira looks like she fits in with the battle armor figures. No. Is that fair, do you think? No. I thought it was odd, but I've not seen her yet. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't like the bubble the bubble power outfit is stupid. I would have rather had Starburst Shira. Yeah, that's the one. That would have been cool. Well. Yeah. I'm just I saying. never had Starburst as a kid, but wanted it. I had Star I had Starburst Shira as a child. I'm very proud and to say that, that I <laughs> that I do, and uh, I never had bubble power, um, Shira. But I don't like that pink tutu thing she has on. But it's pink and it's glittery. Well, it's at least a, a more acceptable color of pink. I don't like you know bright um, p- pastelly pink. This is more of like a you know a darker yeah darker pink. Uh, yeah. So so that's kind of cool. But I think it looks too bulky on the figure. Yeah, because it's not cloth. Hmm. So, I think it's bulky, but maybe in when I see it in person, it'll look yeah. better. Also, like, uh, when you open your snout spout, be careful, because the stickers are in there, our sticker sheet. And I almost, like, ripped it, uh, taking the figure out of the the box. What kind of stickers? So, it's the, like, Princess of Power logo, Powers of Grayskull logo, Evil Horde oh. logo. Same stickers they put on the on the packaging. Okay. Yeah, so you get a sheet of, of stickers. Um, I don't know why I care, because I'm not going to, like, take them off and put them on something, but... You're not going to put them on your new car? That no, they'd probably awesome. f- they'd probably fade. Yeah. They're not treated uh, for, for that. You could, um, like, maybe laminate them or something like that. That might... I did find a license plate holder online, though, that said, I'd rather be watching He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, so I might get that. <laughs> I like it. <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I think that would be fun. <laughs> it would. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> and you were saying you might not take Swiftwind out of the box? Yeah, I might. Well, I'm debating because right now I don't really have a proper place to display Swiftwind, like with wings uh, a-flowing. So I think he might have to stay in the stables for a while longer. Aww. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, a good point. With his wingspan, I'm wondering how big he's going to be. Yeah, I want to get those um, the same cabinets they used at PowerCon. Um, I'm going to buy one or two to set up. Uh, I'm not sure if Swiftwind will fit inside with the wings, but he could at least sit on top of the cabinet. Um, so that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to wait till I get the cabinet because I did check my local IKEA and they did have the cabinet <laughs> in stock. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be uh, very, very soon, actually. Uh, my uh, girlfriend's dad and I uh, made arrangements that we're going to actually, from scratch, he has done a lot of carpentry and stuff. We're going to actually build a display case, a Ooh. really big one. So that sounds I'm looking fantastic. forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. I've got all the classic stuff that's going to go on it and all the uh, 2000X line stuff that's going to go on it. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to do that. Nice. Sounds like a project that requires a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> so kudos. You would be- <laughs> so kudos. Yeah. Well, that's why, you know, if getting the cabinet at Ikea, you know, I have to put the cabinet together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those Allen wrenches, they're hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can follow picture directions either. <laughs> it's just, it might be a disaster. Kind of like this computer desk that uh, my computer is currently sitting on. It's a wonder it stays up the way I put it together. 
<laughs> Super glue. <laughs> Probably. The power of gray skull is with me, so it's it's not going to fall. <laughs> there you go. So what figures are coming out in the next couple of months? Well, let's let's talk about the ones that just came out real quickly because there's a lot fewer of those since the last show. Icarus came out. Looks yeah. Not to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but I I much prefer the name Icarus, so I'm sticking with that personally. What do you guys think, Shadow and Martin? You guys are the new adventure fans. What do you think of Icarus? Um, I don't mind either way. Uh, it's not very enthusiastic, <laughs> uh, Martin. <laughs> the new adventures fan, everybody. <laughs> I think he sure, looks way better than Optic. Uh, I think I still prefer Optic out of the two. Maybe it's because I, I like never liked Optic back in the day, you know? Whereas I had Flipshot and... Hmm. He was in the cartoon more. Flipshot's a lot more colorful. He's like a surfer dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's not... way better than Hydron, who's like old stick in the mud. <laughs> I'm very much like yeah. I'm not hugely a fan of uh, it, but I, I I liked it more than I thought I would. Kind of like I did with Optic. I, I he just called him an it. <laughs> <laughs> I do like uh, I do I do like Optic better um, still, but he's he's but I like the villains better generally anyway, but. Yeah, he's, I think he's pretty cool. I'm I'm fine with him. He he fits in better than I I thought he would. Mm, well, in my canon, he would kick your ass. <laughs> there you go. I thought it was a nice touch that he came with the two heads. Yeah, that was a nice bit of effort. Although his human head looks sort of like Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a tumor. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I'd want him playing him in the movie. Yeah, you know, I think I must have I must have missed the uh, the second head. So I need to go back through my packaging and see if I can find it. I don't know how I missed that. Are we are, are we sure it's not just like maybe the helmet comes off? Is there actually a second packaged head in the package? There is. Yeah, there is. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to dig through it. I've still got everything, so. Sometimes with that way that stuff is packaged. If you can't see it, you can't find it very easily. I almost lost Bo's mm-hmm. harp that way, too. Oh, no. But then how can he play you a song? That's right. <laughs> um, and the only other thing since then was, uh, of course, the November stuff, which I'm still waiting on mine. Swift Wind, Snout Spout, and Bubble Power Shira, which was not part of the subscription. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten any of it yet. <laughs> I'll get, like I said, I'll get Bubble Power Shira about eight months from now. Um, <laughs> but I'll live. That's why Swiftwind can stay in the stable. He doesn't yeah, have anyone doesn't to have fly with. Yeah. Aww. He's not going to go anywhere without Shira. Tomorrow, I, I almost completely forgot to get them both. I was at the dentist or something and came Ooh. home, was just checking my email, whatever. And one of my buddies was like, so, just got Swiftwind. And I'm like, holy Oh my god! <laughs> so I had to like run to the website, and thankfully it was still there. It was like an hour late, so they didn't sell out all that fast. Yeah, which I, I actually guess says something. <laughs> well, I actually got. Well, it could be because it's a more expensive um, item, but um, I uh, yeah, I got real quick in to buy a Bubble Power Shira, so I was quite happy. I I only had the quote unquote white screen of death for about 
the fo- the first five second load, mm-hmm. and then I was in and ordered. Nice. Very nice. All right, so upcoming, we've got Battleground Evil Inn and Demo Man, Demo Man, however you say that, in December, along with the delayed Wind Raider. Uh, last time we talked, uh, we had mentioned that the Wind Raider was scheduled for an October release. It was delayed. Maddie Collector continues to shift dates around seemingly constantly. So anything we say on here. Remember that it's subject to change by Mattel and probably will be changed by Mattel at some point and then changed back, possibly. <laughs> you never know because they're constantly changing it. They need a calendar on their website. That would be a very smart yeah. thing to do. Yeah, but, it really would. But uh, they haven't done that. Uh, um, the Star Sisters, which were slated for January, are currently scheduled for February instead. Um, so they've been pushed back. There's a lot of drama around the Star Sisters, um, you know, looking like a poster, looking like the cartoon, looking like the original toy prototypes. How's everyone feel about that? Like, what do you feel that the, do you feel that the Star Sisters are being, you know, slighted or anything? I don't feel enough about them to really care one way or another. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm looking forward to them, but they're not characters that I've ever been attached to. So I just don't, I just don't feel anything particularly. Yeah. I mean, uh, they look more, you know, filmation in in the, in the toy designs, which is what I would prefer. But, um, you know, I had the 1987 Mattel catalog, um, Mm. you know, uh, back when we ended up finding, you know, Hero and Eldor, and I, I really wanted those. But seeing things like the Bubble Carriage and the Star Sisters, I was never really enth- enthralled with them. Um, uh, I think it's great that we're getting them. I want all filmation characters. Um, would I prefer other people like, say, like Seahawk or General Sunder or something uh, beforehand? Yeah. Obviously, yes, uh, Scorpia. But um, Excuse me. The uh, is it's great that we're getting the Star Sisters. I think it was very smart to put all three of them together. You know, uh, instead of doing separate releases for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I definitely like that. And I hate to be the person that says, "Oh, you should just be grateful they're doing the Star Sisters anyway." <laughs> but in a way, I'm grateful they're doing this entire line anyway. Yeah. So I mean, the only way to complain <coughs> is to not buy them. Um. But I am not going to not buy them, uh, and I don't really have a reason to complain. So uh, maybe maybe if I was closer to them, uh, I would have a different opinion, like if they screwed up, you know, Adora or something. Uh, I probably would have been rather mad, but I still would have bought the figure. So, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, they, they win. So. so remind me how many figures they've done so far that were only prototypes back in the day. Oh, what? Like, so they did Vicor, and they did... Uh, Hero. Hero, yeah. They didn't do Eldor yet, which is what I really want. Yeah. Uh, I have to imagine he's coming. Yeah, although Demo Man, like, some of these were just, like, drawings, you know, like Vicor, Demo Man. They weren't, like, um, actual figures (laughs) that we saw, like Hero and the Star Sisters. Those would have been the only ones, I guess, that we actually saw an actual figure. Uh and what about Eldor? Was he a figure or was he just a drawing? He was a figure. So it was him and um him and Hero oh, were well, in the same right. category. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh or same category, same catalog. Um mm-hmm. that uh bubble power 
or excuse me, <clears throat> Star Sisters and Bubble Carriage and Glory the Bird, but it's just like Zor painted metallic-y. Cool. Um, but yeah, those ones we actually saw in in figure form. So that's why I'd really like to get an, an Eldor. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. To go with it in his little book. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've talked a lot about the other characters at the beginning of the year. Sorceress, Fisto, Cobra Khan. I'm looking forward to all of those. Uh, a couple other uh, latter announcements for later on in the year. We've got, we already knew that Slushhead and Stinkor were coming as well. Uh, in June, we get our, uh, our next sort of, sort of filmation-inspired character, Horde Prime comes in June 2012 <clears throat> as the monthly figure. <laughs> uh, shall we talk about Horde Prime? What Let's is the friend. deal with Horde Prime? <laughs> yes, that's the, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, I would almost prefer just a big blob. Yes! <laughs> I would like to have a big blob with some huge robotic hand. Yes! <laughs> Yes. I. Oh, it's just. It looks. Its helmet looks like a fish. <laughs> and it makes me think of that episode of the Mike Young show. What was it? The Deep End that had that huge fish. <laughs> and it just makes me think of that. And that's just not pleasant because I didn't really like that episode. Yeah, that was a, that was one of the few awful episodes. Yes, in my it was. opinion. Actually, I love the Mike Young series, but that episode was not good. Yeah, um, he does come with a second head that is based on a UK comic appearance. I think that's actually kind of cool. That is cool. I like that. Although I like I've n- I never liked that design though either of Horde Prime. I don't know. I'm just too filmation, I guess. But I I I will rather have that head on him than the fish helmet thing well now we don't know what the head looks like under the fish helmet They're it looks like hordak seat. it looks like hordak hordak oh yeah totally you can see it like on some of the pictures you can kind of see under the helmet okay yeah it's just a repainted hordak head interesting yeah because they, they were trying to make it up like that was the big secret you wouldn't know what it looked like until you took off the helmet so well that secret was failure there you go <laughs> um also that month the second quarterly Variant will be released as well, and that is something that I am very excited about and that Shadow is probably going to hate, I think. That's my prediction. I don't know for sure yet. We'll find out. Snake Mat-at-Arms, which is, of course, inspired by the fact that in Season 3 of the uh, Mike Young series, he was going to be subverted for a while by the Snake Men, much in the way that uh, Tila was in that one episode i love this idea something really kind of cool and different as an a-list variant instead of just something that would have been easily predicted i i think this is really cool i think the silence there speaks a thousand words (laughs) you know my take on variants so yeah i didn't i i I know you don't like variants no matter what they are but but i'm surprised uh I'm not surprised that Shadow is not a fan. I mean, uh, I'm a big fan of Dean, um, who's your daddy, Tila, Stefan. Um, But this whole snake man, man at arms thing that was wet, you know, into the Mike Young lore. um, eh, I don't want to have to pay. Wait, did you say it was a variant? Or wait, ah, 
Yeah, it's a quarterly variant, so it'll come with. So it comes with the, the comes with the subscription. Yes, yes or no? Comes with the subscription. Yes, and also issue two of the mini comic series. Okay, well, wasn't a big fan of the first mini comic, uh, the cover because that was ugly. Please get a better cover person. Um, <laughs> so I like the fact that it's going to come with the mini comic. I don't like the fact that I have to pay for it, but you know that's that's just the breaks we get. Um, he'll just stay in his box probably. I don't know. But then how will you read the comic? um, (laughs) Let's not get into how I'll read the comic, Josh. That's just for neither here nor there as to how I will read the comic. Of course, I will borrow a copy from someone that opened theirs. There you go. That will go with that story. Um, But I'll own the comic, so it's not bad. Um, (laughs) I just... eh, I don't know, dude. And what's with the gold snake thing he comes with? Like... (laughs) <laughs> I would be very sacrilegious to say this, but at first glance, it looks like, you know, crown of thorns or something. Interesting. I don't understand what the point of it is. I'm sure it's not a crown, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just part of, yeah, it signifies his, his subversion, as it were. Okay. Uh, I think the only other thing, and I can't remember if we discussed this on the last show or not, so I'm just going to toss it out there. We also know the third, uh, the 30th anniversary uh, figure, which is going to be the Spectre, which a lot of fans are not fans of. Um, I, did we cover this? Did we mention him before? He just doesn't look like a He-Man figure. I don't care if, you know, whomever at Mattel gets to make their own figure. They work at Mattel. Go do it. You be awesome, sir. However, it's not... Doesn't It looks like a DC Comics superhero to me. It doesn't look like a He-Man character. It's just the way I feel. I'm not sure I've seen this guy. Spectre. You should consider yourself lucky. He's like a poker player, you know. What? <laughs> just Google Mighty Spector. Yeah, I believe he's a. He's supposed to be like a time traveling. Yeah, uh, and he's gonna player. have some type of pinnacle role. Might I mention things like the Sorcerer of Grayskull, Grayskull Tales? Um, it kind of reminds me of like let's insert ourselves into the storyline, which. You know, hey, if you have the power. Oh, that guy. Do it. Yeah. But um, uh, I just wish he looked like a He-Man character. I wouldn't have a problem. I don't like the symbol is the, what is that, the spade? I don't, I don't play cards. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I just underwhelmed. But, but to be, as I said before, to be perfectly honest, I also don't like the Four Horsemen's uh, original character either. Uh, Drago Man, but it, I mean, it looks better as it's more similar to a He-Man character. However, it you know reminds me of like dinosaurs or something, not mm-hmm. really He-Man. So, I, I, I obviously haven't seen it yet, but I I love the idea of it. So I I, I suspect I'm going to like Drago. Well, I, I think they just need to stick to pre-existing characters. Agreed. Uh, that they now, didn't see, design. I, I like that we're getting new stuff. I like that. that yeah, but think of all the other stuff. Like, you know, they found Vicor and, you know, Demo Man and stuff like that. At least that was designed by some, you know, people working on Masters, you know, back in the day that kind of maybe understood it more. Like, I think I, I love the way the Four Horsemen craft 
from the original designs. It's just when these other people try to put their design in, I just don't think it meshes. You know? I mean, I, I, I understand it to a certain degree because that's how I feel about most of, well, pretty much all of New Adventures. So, I mean, that you're, the feeling you have toward this is what I have toward that. It's just all in your your taste, I guess. I am I am happy we're getting new stuff, though. I guess. I don't know. I, I, I just think Drago Man looks like a mean version of Dino Saucers. And uh, and as I uh, mentioned briefly before, Wind Raider in December. Also, the price I wanted to mention has been brought up slightly on that, so that is now forty five instead of forty. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that as well. I, I thought the either way forty forty five is actually a pretty good price. A lot of this stuff I've actually been pretty impressed with the pricing on. I would have thought for the size, Swiftwind would have been more than 30 So Yeah, me too. That seems like a really good deal. Um, they also announced there will be no vehicles in 2012 because that, the vehicle slot has been taken by Granomir, which I'm also okay with. Yeah, that's awesome. I'd much rather have Granomir than a vehicle, so... Absolutely. Bring it on. I can't I cannot wait for Granomir. They better send Larry Dottilio uh Granomir for free. There you go. He <laughs> deserves it. He does. Wasn't there Absolutely. a question at one point like what color he was gonna be? Did they yes. ever figure that there out? Was, yeah, vote on it at the uh at the convention and the, yeah, I mean he's red, guys. Okay. Awesome. He's gonna be red. Uh I don't know I really don't know who on earth would want him green. Oh, I know some people that voted for green, and you know who you are because I yelled at you at Comic Con. But I don't understand <laughs> what the rationale would be. He's he, it was green in one, one mini comic as opposed to red in everything else everywhere. Yep, don't understand. And that's just not He Man episodes. He's in a Shira episode too. It just spans red everywhere. <laughs> yeah, he's red. He needs to be red. I'm very very pleased that he's red. So you know that's right. <laughs> can't wait can't wait i believe that's it for the uh for at least the new stuff I mean, obviously there's other figures coming out photog and all those but as far as anything new that's changed i believe we have covered it i don't know if i complained enough about horde prime but we can move on <laughs> i don't have a, an opinion on horde prime he's either. better than king grayskull okay i'll give you that <laughs> there you go I know, you know, I mean, I think, too, I, I'm looking forward to him, but I don't have a, any preconceived notions on him, because by the time he made a tune appearance in the Shira cartoon, I had lost my vision, so I never saw him on the show either. So I have, you know, only the vaguest notion of, you know, what he looks like. Well, and, really, you know, we I, I haven't. I've always pictured him like Dr. Claw, because I know you never saw his face, and all you saw was this robotic hand or something. So, to me, it was like, whenever he was on the screen, it was Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget, which is <laughs> completely wrong and horrible. But yeah, that was awesome. It's like, where my brain went. you kind of see his eyes, and he's like a, it looks like he's just a big pile, like pile of metal, and there's, and there's like smoke and fog, so you really can't see him, but you see like these things lighting up, and then his hand, though, is as big as Hordak and Skeletor, like, height-wise. So it's like, I know they'll write something in the whatever that, like, you know, he grows in size or something, but they should have at least made him the size of, like, Titus and Megator or something. 
Yeah. That would have been cool, like an oversized thing. Mm -hmm. Now, they did say Horde Prime was originally going to be the uh, club exclusive for 2012 before they got the filmation rights. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, cause he was designed and everything free. So they, they couldn't have made him look exactly like the filmation. Like you guys have met a big blob with a hand or something. Yeah. They wouldn't have done that obviously. Um, <coughs> but, uh, well, once they got I, the filmation rights, they could have scrapped their original idea and just did it right. <laughs> maybe I, I will say, well, maybe, maybe there's still hope though for a large scale Ford prime as, as one of our big, uh, quarterly beast, slots like yeah it could be after you know he transforms or whatever yeah, like that would be really really cool i would love to see something like that but mm-hmm. i does anybody else think horde prime at, in this form where he was not going to really have any connection to the filmation look that would have been a terrible club exclusive i think um on par with one dar which i thought was also terrible i liked <laughs> i liked one dar sorry um i did <laughs> Because uh, I thought it was hilarious that he came with a loaf of bread. I, well, I, I think it's funny. <laughs> I just don't think it was it, much insane. Yeah, but you have to also think, like, it's better for the fans that don't get the subscription because it's everybody wants Shadow Weaver. Yeah, but they've shot that to hell with Shadow Weaver. Yeah. No, I so. agree. No, and actually, in a way, like, you can also think, hey, brilliant move by Mattel. It, you're, they're forcing you to get the subscription. Uh, otherwise, you're going to have to pay, like, you know, what, three times the price or whatever for Shadow Weaver um, on eBay or something. But... You know, in a way, it was, this, I guess, a smart move to at least test the waters. If it doesn't, if they see the uh, subscription get harmed, they could always, you know, switch it up again the year afterwards. But I can't blame them for trying. S- Shadow Weaver's definitely a draw, so. Uh, and I am drawing a complete blank. What was this year's? I've, for some reason, it's gone from my brain at the Was moment. it Preternia He-Man? Oh, Preternia He-Man, that's right. That's Which I also I liked, funny. so. Well, no, I think that was that was pretty cool, I guess. That was better. That one was was the best of the the last, you know, the first two. And obviously Shadow Weaver, everybody's going to want. But um, I don't know. I I think Horde Prime would have not made for much incentive to get people to get the subscription for 2012. Well, especially since, like, he doesn't look like Horde Prime. So. Exactly. Yeah. Although he does come with the, the, uh, the head. Although I guess maybe he wouldn't have come with the other head. At the time. I don't remember. Anyway, speaking of filmation, am I allowed to go into the next piece now? Yeah. I think. Yeah, we're done. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I won't edit that out. Live television. Um, So speaking of filmation, um, I happen to live in Pittsburgh, uh, the Pittsburgh area, Pennsylvania, uh, which is in the United States. (laughs) (laughs) East Coast, yo, representing. Um, But... (laughs) We're all East Coasters now, in the, those of us that are in the U.S. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Although I am actually on the West Coast of Pennsylvania, which is way cooler than <laughs> the East Coast of Pennsylvania. Well, I, I'm, in, I'm in Central. I know it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but Pittsburgh's where I'm, it's at. I'm nowhere near Philly. So. Uh, but in any case, uh, no offense to Philly people, obviously. We're all in the same state. Let's have some love. Uh, but in Pittsburgh... Uh, they actually have a cartoon museum called the Toonsium, which actually I was unaware um, that it even existed um, until I was at PowerCon talking with Erica Scheimer, uh, Lou Scheimer's daughter, voice of Queen Angela. And of course, Lou was the co-founder of Filmation Studios, and we see his signature at the beginning of every He-Man and She-Ra episode. 
Uh, but uh, she told me that the Tunesium in Pittsburgh was actually expanding uh, their space, and they were going to dedicate their new gallery to Lou, and it was going to be the Lou Scheimer Gallery. Um, so she told me to make sure I check for the information so that I could attend the you know opening. Um, so I kept a close watch so that I wouldn't miss it, and uh, they did finally release the information, uh, which was a couple weekends ago. And they they had the new gallery. Uh, Lou was there. Erica was there. Ton of fans. Ton of family. Um, I, I was very impressed by the turnout, and I think uh, so was Lou. He was very happy to see everyone. Um, I hadn't seen Lou since uh, 2006 um, uh, at uh, San Diego Comic Con when Katie and I did the the interview with him and awesome. Erica. Um, and I had the, the nice fortune to have dinner with him, um, during Comic-Con, which was an, um, you know, amazing experience because Lou is awesome. He is fantastic. Uh, but he was, he was cracking jokes. He was so funny. They actually declared it Lou Scheimer Day in Pittsburgh. So they had like a Pittsburgh city councilman there. Um, so yeah, it was Lou Scheimer Day in my hometown. Uh, fantastic. I mean, it's just kind of, it's kind of, you know, weird. Cause like, you know, back in the day when I was little, you know, my parents didn't know that the, the guy that did the, you know, these cartoons that I love was actually from the Pittsburgh area. He went to mm-hmm. school, you know, college in Pittsburgh and, um, yeah, so that's kind of really, really cool. Um, I got to, I talked to Erica again at the event and got my picture taken again with Lou, um, but it was just, it was, it was really good. It was, it was really good. I, I, I saw another fan that I knew from afar. Um, but by the time I left, I hadn't seen them. So people that ever see me come say hello. Um, because I might be like, I think I know you, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so say hi. Although it helps what if you wear a he-man was... Oh yeah, that would help. Yeah. That, so that, <laughs> I was just did, that did help. ask what the date was that Slushimer Day. I got to put it on my calendar. Oh, you got to put it on your calendar, do you? I do. I might not live in Pittsburgh, but I will still uh, November celebrate Day. I believe it is, right? November yes, 12th. November 12th um, is officially Slushimer Day in the great city of Pittsburgh. Let's go, Penguins! <laughs> and a- April uh, 27th is uh, Masters of the Universe Day in L.A., where I'm originally from, the Southern California area. So really? Shadow and I have monopoly on uh, great declared days related to Masters. Ooh. Fantastic. Interesting. That was done by Mayor Tom Bradley in 1987. Oh, uh, at least yours got done by the mayor. The mayor didn't come to ours. That's hmm, I'm gonna have to write him a letter. There you go. <laughs> I do. I feel yes. I am going to write him a letter. Mr. Luke Ravenstall is his name, and um, I will tell him I will not vote for him again unless he corrects this misfortune. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree. Go Penguins! By the way, Penguins fan here. Yeah, uh, bigger LA Kings fan, but. Penguins uh, are doing okay. Yeah, I know there's another uh, He-Man fan. What, what's his name? I think his name's uh, Count Marzo. He loves, yeah, he loves the Penguins. I know he loves the Penguins. Uh, yes, yes. I know he loves the Penguins, and he's gonna he's gonna cheer for them because they are in the city that hosts Lou Scheimer Day. So he cannot not cheer for them. <laughs> <laughs> so at the back to the actual event. Um, 
they had uh, replicas of the He-Man and She-Ra swords that were used at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade back in the 80s. Um, So they had the original mold and they recast the swords and Lou and Erica used the swords to cut the ribbon to the gallery. And I, of course, was (laughs) up front because uh, I make sure I'm up front for these things. And... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got it all on video and I taped it and they, you know, hit the hit the thing and they had the He-Man theme playing in the background uh, when oh they did God. it. Oh my God. So that so was great. Cool. <laughs> I, I wish I could have been there and I really, really want one of those swords. Yes. Right? Uh, the Toonzeum will actually be selling the swords. They cast a, th- uh, a limited, a very limited, like, couple uh, of the swords, of them, right? Actually. Yeah, 12. And uh, they'll be... $1,200 a piece. So... So if anybody wants to buy me one and uh, send it to me, <laughs> I would really, really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it, it is I'll the holidays. I'll leftover Halloween candy. <laughs> <laughs> but they did look really cool in person. Um, so... Uh, I'm sure you can find more information when they go on sale if you uh, friend the Toonzeum on Facebook or go to their website, which is toonzeum.org. Um, so if you're ever in Pittsburgh, make sure you stop by the Toonzeum and tell them you're only there to see the Lusheimer Gallery because Lusheimer <laughs> is awesome. Speaking of those, I'm, I'm really, I really am hoping that someone gets a clue here somewhere down the line and, and makes mass markets uh, to whatever degree you'd mass market that sort of thing some swords like these because mm-hmm. every year at comic-con in san diego uh there's a guy that there well there's several of them there but one of the guys there that has a booth where they sell weaponry like real swords and battle axes and stuff he's got a humanid skeletor uh real swords but they're uh you know mike young era uh mm-hmm. versions which are cool but nothing compares to the classic Power sword, and yeah. that's the yeah. one I would want if I was going to spend. And they're not super expensive. I think the uh, the Skeletor one, which I actually almost bought and still do kind of want, uh, because I do like the Skeletor sword in particular from that era, uh, was I think seventy five. So they're not super expensive. Somebody needs to uh, needs to make this and 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 uh, get it out there. I think it's odd that we've got the Mike Young ones available, but not the not the classic one. Yeah, I mean the Mike Youngs. I mean it's just not iconic. The actual He-Man sword is iconic. And the great thing about the molds that they used is these are, these look like the filmation cartoon come to life. So this would be, um, it's just perfect. Perfect. Like way better than the, um, you know, child swords, the role-playing swords they released in the 80s, like of He-Man. Because that was like a larger version of his toy sword, which is not exactly the same as the filmation swords. Actually, there was one. Uh, in the 80s, I had it um, that looked because I know I think I know the ones you're talking about, the ones that are a lot like the, the toy mm-hmm. uh, ones. I had that as well, but I, there was one set uh, that I got in 1984 um, that uh, where the sword was almost identical to the filmation sword, it looked very much like it. Um, would love to get another one of those. And never was able to find another one on eBay or anything, but it was very cool. It came with uh, the sword and shield and uh, I think uh, the gauntlets, if I'm remembering right. Um, mm. It was a great set, and it, but, uh, but it was a f- full complete sword. It wasn't like the, you know, like the other one I had was just like almost like a flat piece of plastic that glowed in the dark. 
Well, yeah, the one. Yeah, I know which one. I know what you're talking about. Um, the one that glued uh, glowed in the dark. But um, the, I I, I have the one that is like a full sword, like not flat on one side. Um, yeah, full sword complete on both sides. Yes, yes, I have that, and it it's not it's not filmation in my opinion. It's it's the toy. I mean mm-hmm. it it's not it's not filmation. If you if you feel the the one they used at the at the thing at the. Okay. Lou Scheimer Gallery. Anyway. Oh, it's like perfect. It is like perfection. Yeah. Is perfection because the the toy role playing one that you're talking about still has the little um, holes in it. Um, I don't know how to describe it, but like at the near the end of the blade, between the blade and like what's the hilt or the handle, you know, it has the holes, like um, as opposed to prongs. No, no, there shouldn't be prongs. No, no, no. You know the things the things that curl upward toward yes. going the same direction as the blade. Yes. Right. And there's it, space between those and the blade. Right. Yes. There should not be space. The toy the toy does not have space. The filmation I thought did. <clears throat> no. Filmation does okay. not have space. Um Okay, okay. okay. Uh, I mean it's 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 like colored in. Um so but it, I mean seriously the the, it looks exactly like it should at the the ones that they recast from the Macy's uh, float. Um, Very cool. And I saw in your pictures they were like holding them aloft. Were they actually saying "I have the power" or anything like that? Um, yes, I know. I know. Erica, when she got a hold of her sword, she definitely well, she held it up first and was like, "I have the power." <laughs> um, but uh so fun uh you the video uh the video i took of it is on the news item in on hemen.org um so you could watch the video it's like eight minutes long um some of the audio is a little muffled um um, my sister was taping it for me and she doesn't she's not used to using an iphone (laughs) uh so i think she accidentally covered up the microphone a couple times so it's a bit muffled um but uh many mad props to her for coming and and standing there for 10 minutes with my phone up (laughs) videotaping for me uh that was very kind of her yes it was yes you can watch the video on hemen.org i have it posted up there go to the main site and um click through the news and uh, you'll find it but uh, it was a great, really great experience. There was a ton of people there. Um, I was very, very happy. Very, very happy for him. Um, truly great for the city. Best thing that's in the city, besides, you know, where the Penguins play hockey. So There you go. <laughs> I, I wish I could have been there. If I'd known farther in advance, I might have been able to go. Maybe next time. You should have came. We could have done lunch at the Cheesecake Factory. That would be awesome. You have, you have Cheesecake Factory there? Yep, that's where I went after the... <laughs> Very nice. After I the know, gallery. Uh, those are big in California, but, uh, but they're not in the part of Pennsylvania where I live, so Molly's never been to one. Yeah, this is the only one I know of at the area that's that's in Pittsburgh. Um, it's just the one. Very nice. Yeah, so... That's a good place. Delicious. I'm not seeing the video. Like, I see the news item and the little blurb about it but is the news item written by me mm-hmm. i saw the news item as well but i don't remember there being any video link there or anything either it should be embedded 
It, the, the title of the article is Lou Scheimer Day at the Toonzeum. Yeah, I saw that one. I don't remember seeing a video there. I just thought I missed it, though. Ooh, and this will be interesting. I believe I set my settings, my privacy oh, settings. Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. It's good. in the scrolling news items at the top, but not in the list. Oh, okay. It's, it's not into the list yet. I see. Yeah. But anyway, the article is called Lou Scheimer Day at the Toonzeum, posted on November 14th by myself. And at the bottom of the article, you have to actually look at the full article to see the video um, down at the bottom, uh, courtesy of my iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) And your sister. Yes, I should have brought my flip video. I don't know why I didn't. That would have been probably better. But hindsight is 2020. (laughs) But in any case, it was great. I felt... That was so awesome for Lou, so... Yeah! Filmation presents. You definitely deserve that. That's great. Well, do we have anything else to cover on this wonderful podcast? I think we have hit it all. Martin was going to sing a song or something? (laughs) Martin's been more quiet than usual in this show. Um, yeah, he has. Martin... All right, everyone, you have the power. Thanks for downloading. I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow. I'm Katie Carty-Hiley, also known as Rainbow Bright. I'm Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. And I'm Josh the Lion Court, also known as Lion Court. <laughs> Good, Good <laughs> I'm going to say, Marty, did your Skype go boom? <laughs> Can I call him McFly?